previously on Uncharted Territory. I'm sorry, I said, which was something I didn't expect to ever say to a boss before. But there I was. I thrust my sword at the eye, stabbing it as deep into its sclera as it would go. I won, but the victory only felt pyrrhic at that point. Interesting. An unfamiliar voice said from behind me. Who are you? I asked. The masked figure turned their head toward me and answered, The humans of this era have given me the name of Entity 17. Do you know what's going on? Do you know why I'm here? Yes. Yes to what? Yes. Can you at least tell me what this world is? Is there anybody else? There are others, but most have already failed. But what happens if we fail? Then humanity will have failed once more. What's that supposed to mean? You're not answering any- Kingmaker. That is the name the humans of Eld gave me. This knowledge will serve as your reward for making it this far. Kingmaker disappeared. I was left with even more questions than I already had, but at least it sounded like there was somebody or some group who understood what was happening. I might have been confused about what was going on and feeling guilty over killing something that didn't truly want to fight in the first place, but at least I survived. Now, I could return to guide. This is episode 13, The Boss Fight's Reward. New Achievement Boss Slayer Awarded for killing your first boss You finally moved on to the big game Reward Boss Altar New Achievement Eye Poker Awarded for defeating the Watcher Just poke it in the eye hard enough Reward Advanced Weapon Sphere Neither of those rewards were items that I recognized I was too tired to actually get up and walk a few feet over to where my pile of boss loot was to pick it up, so I opened my inventory to check out the reward items, only to see that I had hundreds of wooden logs in my inventory. That must have been thanks to the boss destroying so many trees, and then me running around picking up all the wood without realizing it. There was also a lot of ash and charcoal, which came from the burned trees getting destroyed. The former wasn't really useful for much other than being used as a material for a fancy building block, and the latter just didn't exist in the original game at all, so I had no idea what it might be used for. But those aside, I checked out the new items. Boss Altar. Furniture. Using this will allow you to summon defeated bosses to fight them once again. Advanced Weapon Sphere provides a significant improvement to a weapon's damage output. The first item was new, 
Nothing like the boss altar existed in the original game. Sure, there were specific crafting spots to create boss summoning items at, but there wasn't any sort of reward altar that could be used to summon bosses directly. As for the second item, it was just a better version of the previous weapon sphere I got that I never used. Next came the pile of loot at the center of where the boss died. Once I stepped close enough to it, all the items got sucked directly into my inventory. I was going to have to do some inventory management soon with how cluttered it was getting. Minor Healing Potion X7 added to inventory. Artifact of the Watcher added to inventory. Gold Coin X2 added to inventory. The Watcher's Iris added to inventory. Eye Flesh X49 added to inventory. The Watcher's Flail added to inventory. Soul of the Watcher added to inventory. There was only one item that I didn't recognize there. For starters, the artifact was more proof that the world was set to the highest difficulty, since it existed in the original game as a guaranteed drop from bosses, but it was only available on the highest difficulty. The potions, coins, and flesh were also to be expected. The flesh could be used to create some weapons, tools, and armor, but I would need to kill the boss a few more times if I wanted enough flesh for everything. Then, there was the Watcher's Iris and the Watcher's Flail. I recognized both of those as modded items, so I checked on them in my inventory to refresh my memory. The Watcher's Iris. Accessory. Transcendent. Allows you to rapidly dash in a straight line for a short distance, dealing damage to enemies you dash through. Dropping below 25% health will trigger a berserk state. During this state, you gain plus 20% damage, plus 15% attack speed, and plus 10% movement speed. Right. Transcendent was the tag added to items exclusive to the enhanced difficulty mode that came from the one mod, and that mod was also what added a ton of new items and combinations for them. The iris was one of those items. Each boss dropped a special accessory that could only be dropped during that optional difficulty setting, and they were all pretty good items that could be combined into each other, so I was looking forward to getting more of those. For now, this accessory was an instant equip, which caused a leather belt to appear around my waist, which featured a smaller version of the Watcher's Iris hanging from it as a sort of trophy. It looked kind of gross, seeing as how I had a monster's iris hanging off my belt, but I was too tired to care. Moving on. The Watcher's Flail. Damage 27. Critical attacks with this weapon will spawn homing eyes that fly to the nearest enemy and explode. Now that was a great weapon to have at the start of the game. Normally, by the time I got it in previous runs, I already had something just as good and for a specific build, but compared to what I had available, it was an incredible weapon. That was why I immediately moved it into my hotbar, which caused it to appear at my side, opposite of where my sword was. The flail was basically a smaller version of the boss, meaning that the ball end of it looked like a giant eyeball, but its mouth was open with those sharp teeth sticking out, ready to cut into anything they touched. 
Actually, holding the weapon was a bit, well, fleshy. Rather than be connected to a chain like one might expect from a flail, its chain was a long optic nerve that was more of a rope than a chain. The part of it meant for me to grip was a bit thicker and less squishy, but still, it wasn't exactly a nice weapon to wield. I was still going to use it thanks to just how good it was, though. That left me with only one more item to check out. It was the only one I didn't recognize from the drops. Soul of the Watcher. Unique. Once belonging to the Watcher, the monster's soul has been freed from its physical form and may be given a new purpose. Consuming this item will grant you a permanent plus ten health, plus ten mana, plus two defense, plus one health regeneration, plus five percent damage, plus three percent attack speed, plus two percent movement speed, and plus one critical chance. You will also gain the ability to dash with incredible speed for a short distance, and flying eyes will no longer attack you. That item just seemed objectively good to use. If it was a video game, I would have used it right away without any doubt. But it also had the unique tag. That meant it was the only one in the world like it. I would never get another copy of it if that tag worked the same way it did in the game. Now, most of the time, it was perfectly safe to use items with that tag. They only had a single use and were meant to be a permanent boost to the player. But this soul didn't exist in the original game. Also, it was a soul. It was a soul of an enemy who didn't even want to fight me. Consuming it just didn't feel right if I was to take it literally. Not to mention that there might have been another use for it I wasn't aware of, which wouldn't involve basically consuming another being's soul. We'll be back with more from Uncharted Territory right after this message. What if you could share your story with the world? What if you could inspire others with your passion, your message, or your vision? What if you had a team to help you craft the perfect story for your business or brand? Well, you can. And we at With Aim are here to make it happen. With Aim is more than just a podcast production company. We are your storytellers, your voice, and your partner in creating a podcast that will captivate your audience, showcase your brand's personality, and build a lasting relationship with your customers. So don't let your story go untold. Start your podcast today. Visit withaim.co slash podcast to learn more. That's withaim.co forward slash podcast. With Aim, be the voice of your brand. What would even happen to me if I consumed somebody else's soul? The item just seemed way too good to be true. It was either brokenly good, which meant the world was going to get way harder than I could even anticipate, or there was a downside that I wasn't seeing. Whatever it was, I'd leave it in my inventory for the time being. It wasn't like it needed used right away. Something just didn't seem right about it. But with everything safely in my inventory, I looked around to see if I was missing anything and confirmed that I wasn't. The only thing I was missing was my ability to keep my eyes open. 
My health was regenerating thanks to the food and campfire buffs. But that didn't stop my shoulder and thigh from bleeding as much as they were. Then there was the fact that I just felt utterly exhausted in general, and my entire body was pushed beyond its limits. I was really, really tired. That wasn't good considering that, now that the boss was dead, the night's normal enemies began to spawn again. Zombies and flying eyes both appeared in the distance heading our way. I needed to stay awake, though. I needed to make it back safely to guide. I needed to... The next time I opened my eyes, I found a familiar face looking down at me from above, almost looking ready to cry. Is my face that ugly? I mumbled out, still too tired to talk properly. <laughs> Anything but... Guide said. Come on. I thought we decided you're the cool one. What's with the tears? I'm just... so happy that you're alive. You came back here covered in blood and looked like you were on the verge of death. I... I didn't know what to do. I looked around enough to notice that this time, I was laid out in front of her, with my head resting on and between her thighs, rather than trying to rest on them from the side. That worked much better. I told you I'd be back, didn't I? Wait, how did I even get back? I... I heard banging on the door. I didn't open it because I feared it would be a zombie, but it was Mimic. Mimic broke through the door and was carrying you. Carrying me? with its tongue wrapped around you. The next moment, I felt a long, especially wet lick run up the entire side of my head from none other than Mimic, who was off to the side watching us. I also saw a hole in the wall that shouldn't have been there beyond the broken door. I could tell it was morning outside. I survived until a new day. Mimic! Since when can you break through walls and doors? I asked. Not only did Mimic break through them, but Mimic broke through a stone wall. To do that? It would have had to be lunging into the wall, falling into the moat, jumping out, and repeating over and over again. No monsters from before the world moved into its hard mode were supposed to be able to break through stone buildings. But Mimic wasn't supposed to be available until hard mode in the first place. Friendly monsters especially weren't supposed to be able to break anything. But, well, I figured the world must have decided to be realistic again. I turned to look at my shoulder and saw that the wound I had there already looked far more healed than it should have been in such a short amount of time since getting it. And my health also regenerated to full, thanks to the buff from the outside campfire. On top of that, my thigh looked like it was healing at a pretty rapid rate as well. If my wounds were able to rapidly heal, then that made sense for why I was able to move at all for the last couple of days. If my muscles weren't adapting and healing at an advanced rate, there was no way that I would have been able to move around as much as I was. I probably should have figured that out sooner. But even with the advanced healing... My shoulder and thigh still hurt pretty bad. And then there were my muscles. 
Those felt just as sore as always. Still, not as sore as they would have been had my body not been recovering faster than it should have been. Probably one or two days of taking it easy would be all that it took for all my muscle soreness to go away. As for Mimic, all it did was lick me some more in response to my question. It was still a bit weird getting licked, given what I saw Mimic eat before. But after bringing me back to the house and throwing itself into a stone wall over and over again just to get me to safety, how was I going to refuse some licks? Thanks, Mimic, I said, earning a lick that came dangerously close to my lips. I might have been letting Mimic lick me, but I didn't want any accidental tongue action. By the way, we won, I said, looking back up at Guide. Obviously, Guide said, sounding relieved even though it was supposedly obvious. I knew you would. So, I've earned a lot of praise and pampering and all that now, right? You earned that even before last night. <laughs> I should probably go back into the cave before I let you spoil me, though. Wh- what? Why? You- in your condition, you need rest. I know. That's why I want to get enough material to make a bed, so that I can sleep in it for a couple of days. That's... At least do that later, after you've recovered some more. I'd rather just get it over with sooner rather than later, so that I can commit to being lazy, instead of having to stop... Rest! First. I never heard Guide sound so snappy, but she definitely got me to listen with that tone of hers. Uh, all right, I replied. I'll take it easy and make the bed later, but at least let me go and fix the wall and door before I take it easy. Guide huffed a little, but she gave in and sighed. Fine, but that's all you're allowed to do before resting. You know, in the original game, you never got this demanding. Is... is that a problem? Not at all. It makes you more real as far as I'm concerned. You're not just the cool and calm guy who gave advice every now and then who never worried about anything. You were too cool to care before, so it's nice to see you still be just as cool but with even more caring. Guide blushed and looked away a little, scratching at her cheek with one finger. I'm... I'm glad you like it. She then looked to her left and then to her right and opened her mouth as if she wanted to say something, but no words left her lips. However, before I could ask her what was on her mind, she gently held onto each side of my head and lifted me up a little while bending over, bringing her lips against mine for a kiss. Upon breaking the kiss off, she returned my head to her thighs and said, It's... it's all right if I kiss you when I want to, right? I mean, we already did it before, so I- Yeah, she was definitely the cooler one between the two of us. Do you really expect me to say no to you kissing me whenever you want? But I do have a condition. Guide smiled at my initial response, but then raised her eyebrows when I mentioned a condition. Yes? I get to kiss you whenever I want to, too. And just like that, she was back to smiling. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way, she said, while stroking a hand through my hair. You know, I've never been this bold with a girl before. 
Hmm? I, I was just thinking. I've had a couple of girlfriends before, but I was so awkward and didn't really know what to do that I got dumped every time. But when I'm with you, I don't know. It just feels natural. I don't think there's any way I'd be able to talk like this with some random girl. But with you, I feel comfortable being myself and saying whatever thing comes to my mind, even if it might turn out cheesy. There's just something special about... I didn't get to finish what I was saying due to Guide pushing her lips against mine once again, this time with even more passion and an even longer duration. Then, when she pulled away, she asked, <laughs> You didn't think you'd get to talk like that without making me need to kiss you, did you? Guide might have been more caring than before, but she was still the coolest. Thanks for joining us on this wild ride. Get ready for next Friday, where player stumbles upon a mysterious heart-shaped crystal hidden in the cave. Suddenly, he's transported to an ancient battlefield, facing a monstrous winged serpent alongside brave warriors. What secrets await him in this surreal vision? Find out in the next exciting episode. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of Uncharted Territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of Uncharted Territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, Tweet at us at utpod-we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.